Good morning and a warm welcome to you, dear listener, and season's greetings from the Dialogue team. Today we have a short reflection, Ease Your Heart Prepared for Christmas, that Anna Gaus will lead us in. Thereafter, we will listen to a song, Noel, that Emmy Moore did a very special recording for us. Noel meaning a Christmas carol, and this one focuses on the first Christmas carol. I would really encourage you to take the time and uh, listen to it carefully. So get comfy and settle in and listen and reflect with us on this special day. There are four Gospels in the New Testament. Each of them tells the story of the life of Jesus of Nazareth in a different way with different focus points. Now the Gospel that spends the most time by far on the events around Jesus' birth is the Gospel according to Luke. Luke beautifully interweaves the story of Jesus' birth with that of John the Baptizer's birth. Now there's no time to read the two chapters in its entirety to you now, but do yourself a favor and read it. Look for recurring themes, characters and places in the birth stories of these two cousins. We typically know John the Baptizer better as an adult, where he preaches and baptizes in the Jordan River. Jesus himself even goes to be baptized by John. But today I want us to rewind a bit and to stand still at John's birth and at the predictions and the prophecies made over his ministry at his birth already. By this time, the Lord, the God of Israel, has been silent for more than 400 years. No prophecy has been heard. Nation upon nation was occupying Israel and the Jews were anxiously awaiting the promised Messiah, their Redeemer. Now John's father, Zechariah, meaning the Lord remembers, was a priest. And it was his turn to serve in the temple. Now this is something that only happened about once in a priest's lifetime. We are told that his wife Elizabeth was barren. And as he was serving in the temple, he was alone in the holy place to bring the incense offering to the Lord. And an angel appeared to him. At that moment, 430 years silence was broken. And this is what, you, what the angel said. And I read from Luke 1 verse 13 to 17. Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be, a, he will be great before the Lord, and he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. But Zechariah doesn't believe the angel. He asks for a sign. And sure enough, the angel gives him a sign, Dumbness, the 430 years silence, is extended with another nine months for this priest of little faith. After announcing the birth of the herald of the Messiah, called John, the angel Gabriel goes to a young virgin girl, Mary, with the same message. She will bear a son, not just any son, 
but the Son of God. Luke takes us back to Zechariah and Elizabeth where the first baby boy is born. Just as John's ministry was to prepare the way for Jesus' ministry, so now his birth is to prepare the way for Jesus' birth. Now the neighbors and relatives want to call him Zechariah after his father, but Elizabeth says no, he is to be called John. They turn to his father and he says the same thing. And immediately his dumbness disappears. He can speak again and he praises the Lord and he prophesies, first concerning the redemption of Israel and then over his newborn son. And this is what he prophesies over Luke, I mean over John. And I read from Luke 1 verse 76 to 79. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of sins. Because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. John had a very clear ministry laid out before him. He was to go before the Lord and to prepare the hearts of the people for their Saviour. Now, John's message is just as relevant to us, to Gentiles, 2,000 years down the line, as it was to the Jews who've been waiting for their Messiah for hundreds of years. In Luke 1 verse 16 and 17, the angel says that John will turn the Lord's people to him. That's us. And he will do this by turning fathers to their children and children to their fathers. In other words, reconciliation in families. He will also turn the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. In other words, obedience to God's will. And then in Luke 1 verse 77, Zechariah says that John will give knowledge of salvation in the forgiveness of sins. In other words, repentance of sins. In these three ways, John wants to prepare us for the incarnated God, God become flesh, to be born into our lives today on Christmas Day 2022 through reconciliation, through obedience and through repentance. Think for a moment how fertile, how ready your heart is for the birth of Jesus when it comes to these three things to reconciliation. Many of us are spending time with family over the holidays. How's the emotional climate in your family? Authentic love between family members surely is one sign of God's presence. What preparatory work does the Spirit of God want to do in your family this Christmas? Who do you need to forgive in your family? The second one is obedience. What has God put on your heart to do? It could be reaching out to someone, financially supporting someone or a ministry. It could be doing an act of service. Maybe it's more time in Bible study or prayer or committing to a relationship or ending a relationship. Where are you making foolish choices? Maybe continuing in a path which you know is destructive to you or is simply just not adding to your spiritual growth. 
Where do you lack wisdom? Ask God and he will give you wisdom. And the third thing, repentance. Are you even convinced that you need salvation? That you have to repent of anything? Do you see yourself as a sinner? Are there sins you know you are habitually clinging to? Sins that you have become that have become a way of life to you, a habit, maybe being irritable or hard to please, maybe you're lazy or you eat too much or you look down on other people or you're discontent, wanting more than you need. These three things also can't exactly be separated from each other. We are obedient when we repent and when we reconcile to those around us. And we have to repent of our disobedience and the enmity we allow, allow in our lives when we don't reconcile. Now this is how we prepare our hearts for the Lord to do great works in and through us. How we make a highway for Him in the wilderness of our lives. My prayer for you as we celebrate the day of our Saviour's birth is that you won't be caught up in the surface rigmarole of Christmas, but that you will heed John's call to get your heart in the right place in order to receive Jesus, that you will forgive and reconcile with those who've wronged you, that you will obey the Lord's promptings in your life, and that you will repent from sins you are clinging to. Let's pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for today, for Christmas Day 2022. Thank you for this year that you have spared us, that you have granted us grace to get through this year, that you have brought us through everything that happened, some of it good, some of it not so good. Lord, we want to turn to you today. We think about these things, about reconciliation. Lord, show us what's happening in our families show us where we need to forgive or let go or reach out to someone lord we think of obedience we know in our hearts of hearts when you put something in our lives that we should do that we should obey you in lord give us the courage to do so and then repentance lord convict us of our sins Show us where we are clinging to the habits that we have grown so used to. Lord, we want to break down the mountains in our hearts and build up the valleys so that the path is straight for you to go on, that there's a highway in our lives for you, that we can be effective in our knowledge of you. Lord, we call ourselves Christians, but... Is it true in our lives? As we celebrate this beautiful day of your birth, convict us, Lord, that we won't miss this opportunity for you to change our hearts. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.
Oh